hello and thank you for tuning in to another episode of Still I Rise. I'm your host and friend, Cherry Golightly. As a quick disclaimer, I am not a licensed therapist, psychologist, psychoanalyst, or psychiatrist, so please do not substitute this podcast for any mental health, therapy, or assistance that you feel that you may be in need of. In my podcast, I'm here to share my journey as a newly single mommy of two wonderful little boys. I was in a very toxic marriage of 11 years and just recently I decided that I was going to take my life back. Um, I will be sharing with you guys my journey as my new chapter unfolds. It's been very challenging and uplifting just been a very interesting journey so I'm here to help and hopefully empower those who find themselves in the same situation or a similar situation to gain that confidence and take their life back as well so once again thanks for listening Good morning and happy Monday. I hope you guys are having a good morning thus far. March 18th. Oh my goodness. It goes by so quick. I have a few things to share with you guys to get the day started. So let's hear from the sponsors and I will return shortly. So March 18th. This is actually a very crazy day because this would have marked my 12th year of marriage to my ex. I happened to get a notification on my Facebook and I just love those memories that pop up on your, you know, on your um, notification of Facebook. And I was like, oh my goodness, you know, I saw wedding photos and I was just like Um, I'll be honest Um, perhaps I'm one of the fortunate ones that you know are not really affected by it or it's could be it it could be the fact that I no longer um, you know hurt over losing you know this particular person is because of acceptance But anyhow, that popped up and I ended up deleting those memories, you know, because I have gone through my entire social media and pictures and just got rid of a lot of things because, you know, it's it's there and, you know, um, I think it's time to let go of of those memories and, you know, it's very, I don't know, I, I, I see it as I don't want to do I don't want to put myself in a situation where I'm like trying to reminisce and then I remember all the bad stuff and it just does not serve me anymore. So, you know, I mean, I, I, I'm not bitter and this is just my way of coping with it. I was just getting rid of those memories on social media. Many may agree with it, many may not, but, you know, however you feel is the best way for you to 
cope with the trauma and however you see fit, that's completely your discretion. But this is basically how I deal with mine and, you know, uh, I find that I'm justifying a lot of things and I think the reason why I do that is because I know that a lot of the things that I'm bringing up will go through a lot of other people's heads. They're just like, you may not say it out loud, I'll do it for you. <laughs> but yeah, I look at it and I'm just like, okay, yeah, I kind of have a little bit of... um just flashbacks of certain things and then it'll go back to the things that he's done recently and it's interesting because I look at this there's a lot of um there's a lot of posts in this um surviving narcissistic abuse um forum that I'm on on Facebook and there's one that really caught my attention it says the monster that you know you were in love with was really a monster in the end because I know that a lot of us have this hope or false and you know maybe I I can't say that you know but sometimes and I've gone through this in the beginning where I was thinking to myself, you know, I just need to get him back to his normal form. Like we think that, you know what I mean? They got bit by a vampire or they got, you know, brainwashed or whatever. And, you know, we need to bring them back. But the actuality of it is this is who these people are. They're, you know, they're hidden in sheep's clothing, and that that's that's how they play and they play it very well and i think once we've accepted that and we've gotten you know uh that grasp we no longer it's easier to let go you know and for me i i i do feel blessed and i know that it is not easy to to just let go of somebody because these people were in our lives for quite some time and you know at some point we love them very much we gave ourselves to them 100% we had children with them and we spent so much time with them you know these were our best friends these were our at some point we thought our soulmates our sweethearts and it's hard to let go but at the end of the day you look at yourself and and how you are you look at where you are at that point in your relationship and you'll know when it's time to go. And I think that I'm very blessed because, yes, it's it was 11 years. I've heard of people staying within 20 years, you know, and it's like time just passes by so fast. And we tend to sit there and just settle and say, well, this is my life. But... It really doesn't have to be that way. Yes, I I am completely, you know, one of those, when, when people say you're supposed to stick with your spouse for better or for worse, but, you know, what do you do when you're pretty much completely, like, 
almost dead inside. Are you supposed to stay? I don't think so. And, you know, like I said, I knew exactly what the consequences would be if I left. And these were those consequences are basically what I feared. And that's why it took me so long to leave. And when it got to that point where I no longer cared about the consequences because I cared more about my children and my own well-being to have the capabilities of taking care of my children you know properly that's what mattered the most to me and that's why I had um, left and you know many will not understand that and that's not my job to get them to understand it's not my job to justify things that I've done and I will continue to say this it's just for you guys as well it's like if you're afraid and you know that's something that I remember encountering with many people they would tell me well how do I face this person and it's like well how do you face yourself how do you deal with you know being unhappy every day you know it's like we all want happiness. We all want our lives to change. But if we just plop our, ourselves down and just watch as all these horrible things happen, we don't really have much room to complain. You know, it's like that golden question is, what are we going to do about it? I've always been that friend that, you know, I I would listen to people's um you know, people's challenges, my friends' challenges, and they would complain and cry about their situation with their significant other and or any kind of situation, and I would ask them, what are you going to do about it? You know, we could cry here all we like, but at the same time, what do we do next? You know, we got to work on a solution. we got to work on, you know, fixing, fixing the problem. We can't just sit there and say, I, I have a problem. What do we do next? You know, we got to find different solutions and navigate through that. So, yeah, it, it's not easy, but I can honestly tell you it's not going to get easier staying where you're at. It truly isn't. So this is where we have to say, okay, well, I it's time to do something and you know you have to make that decision and you know uh, I'll be honest my friends it doesn't get like I said in the last few episodes it doesn't get better if you stay it'll just continue to get worse you know I mean unless the person decides to take counseling possibility but either way, I do believe that you do need that space to heal if you're hurting. You know, you I believe that you, you probably do need that space to heal. And let's say, for example, if there at that time there was a chance for things to have worked out when, you know, um, prior to me leaving, we were supposed to attend a, you know, marriage retreat. Well, you know, that was all fine and dandy and... You know, but the thing is, before I returned back from, you know, that trip, 
he had brought another woman into our home. And, you know, it's like after that weekend was done, he was just like, well, I wanted to go on that marriage retreat with you. Okay. You don't pull that and decide that you're going to go on a, a marriage retreat after you've completely just made things worse. You know, I mean, there was a possibility, maybe it could have been saved. But, you know, I honestly believe that that was a sign. That was a sign from God, the universe, that, you know, it was time for me to go. You know, it's like that was a choice that he had made. And, you know, it, it, it is what it is. And I'm not going to beat myself up over that. Like, well, what if I could have given him another chance? I'll be honest. I was already done. And no matter how hard I probably wanted to try, there was no try left in me. So... With that being said, it, there's really no point in beating ourselves up over that stuff. And it can get it can get challenging and it can get frustrating. But, you know, um, I believe that once we accept, like after many years and your significant other has not changed... This is where you just have to accept that it's time to call it a wrap. It may be hard to hear this, but it is the truth. You know, and it's like, The sooner you leave, the sooner you're able to heal. You know, I wish that I had a much better I wish that I had a much better uh you know, um much better news for you guys but that is the truth you know it is best to get out of there it is best to start a new life even if it is by yourself find yourself again because, you know, it's like the more you stay, the more you'll lose yourself. And I've been there. You know, and you may feel lost when you, when, when you are on your own. That's true. But the one thing that I can honestly say is even though you lose, you, you may feel like you've lost yourself, you'll find yourself again. Through the struggles, through the challenges, I can promise that you will find yourself again. Like I said, it's not going to be easy. And without challenges, you're not going to grow. So just, just be prepared. 
I'm going to take a quick break and we're going to move on to our next section of this topic or not this topic, but I want to change it up a bit. Um, you know, I've touched base with on, I'm sorry, I can't talk. <laughs> it's still Monday morning and, you know, I want to get more on the, you know, what to do afterwards, you know, and after where I'm at currently and where my mindset is. So stay tuned. Going to take a quick break. So I have to take a quick break and just get a few things done. I am looking forward to making this week very different. I mentioned last night or early this morning that I was going to start implementing changes in my routine. And, you know, it's going to be tough because this is the first few days. So I'm excited but yet I'm a little bit scared of how this is going to work so a lot of us have been tied down to social media you know just kind of getting I guess you could say distracted if you will Um, I think that anything that serves as a distraction can be bad Uh, you know I mean we should be kind of not kind of, we should be really getting ourselves doing more productive things, if you will. And I believe that, you know, sometimes we use social media to just fill in a lot of empty or like, you know, just, we just use it to kill time. And sometimes we kill so much time. We're like, "Uh oh, I've wasted a lot of time. And I've been guilty of that. And sometimes we, I do that because I'm looking at my life and I'm just like, oh my gosh, there's, I got to do this. But then it's like, you know, I find myself scrolling and I'm like, wow. Uh, You know, with everything that's been going on with the whole R. Kelly thing and the Michael Jackson thing. And um, here in Southern California, there was recently a um, child that was found in a duffel bag over in Hacienda Heights and it's very awful and so I've been keeping up with that story and all this stuff and I will say this I'm thankfully I'm not one of those people that binge if you are these people it's totally okay that's you do you boo boo I'm not one of those people that will binge watch a show I I can't do that I know that I will get hooked on something and it's bad uh actually I found myself binge watching binge watching the flash with my children which was all bad it was cool we got to spend time together but we started it off with like I think episode 16 I don't even remember but I blinked and it was all bad because it's like we've already watched like I don't know 10, 11 episodes, and I was like, whoa, 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 come on, boys. I was like, we can't be doing this, but it was all bad because it's just like, oh, my goodness, what's next? So bad, so bad. So anyhow, I was just like, I get that way with social media. Like, you'll fall into that rabbit hole, and this is going to seem a little bit strange, but for me, anything that has to do with forensic or you know, different, uh, you know, cases or history, I am extremely intrigued. So I'll fall into that rabbit hole and I'll find myself watching 
Like, I'll be scrolling through Facebook and I'll find weird history facts. And I'm like, what? No way. It happened this way? And so I will end up, you know, Googling it. And then, oh, wow, there's a YouTube chat or there's a YouTube video on this. So then I'll watch that. And then, of course, there's all the different. They, oh, that's how they hook you. That's how they hook you. So I'm like, I got to get out of this. <laughs> I can't be doing this. So, yes, I end up, yeah, that's one of the things I'm going to cut off. You know, uh, I remember going to one of our, you know, our big conventions and there was, actually the guest speaker was Damien John from Shark Tank and the founder of FUBU clothing line. Totally awesome guy. I follow him on Instagram. If you haven't followed him on Instagram, you totally should. He's an awesome guy. Just love him. Anyways, one of the suggestions that he, or one of the tips that he gave us during his um, his talk was, for the first hour, do not go on social media. Like, don't check emails because you're basically giving that time to other people. The first thing you should do is, like, read your goals. I was like, wow, I've been guilty of that. Yeah, so... And some of us, as soon as we wake up, it's pretty bad because we'll go on Instagram or we'll go on Facebook. Why? Is, I Yeah. And I'll be honest, when that first started, I when Facebook first came out, I actually refused to get on it. And I realized, I was like, oh my God, this is pretty addicting. It was like Farmville. I remember being addicted to Farmville. It was crazy. And then after that, it was Candy Crush. (laughs) And that will take up so much of your time. Whatever happened to the days where we got, you know, hooked on a really good book? Pretty bad. Pretty bad. So I'm doing my best to get out of that norm. Um, You know, I mean, sad to say, but that is the norm in our society these days. I'm trying to not be on social media as much. Technically, podcasts, I guess you could say this is a form of social media, but, you know, I'm doing my best to, you know, I'll just do that, like, morning, evening, um, you know, and I remember being so bad on social media where it's like I was posting every hour, and we tend to do that. We like, we share, and all this stuff, and it's like, whoa, but I'm trying my best to just, if I'm going to use it, it's going to be for networking, Um you know, I'm going to try my best to just stay away from negativity. And we do tend to feed ourselves with that when we, you know, when we look at stuff like celebrity gossip and the, for example, the, um, the college briberies and stuff. And, uh, yeah. And we tend to talk about that stuff. Oh my God. Can you believe that? What do you think about that? And yeah, you know, we forget about our own lives. We forget to take care of ourselves and what we can do and, you know, how productive are we being with our lives, you know, and, and that's also the same thing as kind of dwelling on our own path, like just, we shouldn't be, you know, this is that time where it's like, you know, let's say you guys are finally in that situation where you can, you know, where you've left and everything is starting to subside and that's where I am right now everything is starting to 
you know, th things are starting to look a little bit better. It's, as I mentioned, it's much more quieter on, on my end and I can't ask for anything else. I actually love the fact that it's quiet and I get to just focus on me. There's probably going to be some more upcoming nonsense, but it is what it is. So <laughs> I'll deal with it when it gets there. And I know that, you know, I, I'm going to be much stronger and, you know, resilient. So I know that it'll be fine. I mean, I've already endured enough like a hurricane a tornado and all of that so I'm just like okay well bring it on you get so used to all the chaos that you just it doesn't matter anymore you're just well you know so but until then what do you do what are you doing with your your with your time because um, at the end of the day you know life will go on and as I mentioned on my previous episodes, what's next? What's in store? You know what I mean? Um, I mentioned and I, after like repeating or replaying it and listening, I was like, when I had said that I didn't want a mediocre life, I hope that no one's really taking that as me saying, oh, I don't want to live like a peasant. No, it, it's not that at all. You know, I, I'm looking at like, I can't work in a nine to five setting. Because eventually what will end up happening is, you know, I, I think I had touched base on this. Emergencies will happen. And, you know, it's like when you have an emergency and you're recovering from the emergency and another emergency happened, you're, you're just like, whoa, what do I do? You know, uh, and you have to have the resources to navigate or to utilize to get out of that situation. You know, and if you're limited resources, then what do you do? So this is where you have to start facilitating a plan and coming out with different resources to save your, you know, to save you from these situations. Uh, sometimes, sad to say, you can't prevent certain situations from happening. And, you know, but you always have to, you always have to provide yourself with resources and you have to be, you know, aside from that, yes, be resourceful, you know become more knowledgeable about certain things. You know, if we have all that time to look on social media and, you know, order nonsense on these different websites and know how certain things work, you know, I'll be honest with you guys, I was like so knowledgeable about makeup. It was so bad that like my ex would make comments and stuff. Yeah, you know, she'll have a conversation with you about makeup, which basically kind of made me feel like I was just some dumb person that just knew nothing about makeup. Well, you know, to an extent that was a little bit true. You know, I mean, I, I became more knowledgeable about makeup, uh, how to put it on, which brushes to use, how to blend, you know, different tips and tricks and things like that. But, you know, I learned how to do other things. <laughs> Um, you know, I'm an advocate of women empowerment. I really believe that, you know, there's certain things that we need to learn as women so we don't have to depend on anybody. And, you know, there's, I believe that one of the things that we do tend, tend to do as women, like, especially when we get married, 
we tend to rely on our husbands to work on a lot of things. We're like, well, I don't know how to do that. And vice versa. Sometimes our husbands will say, oh, well, I don't, you know, I, I've heard, not ours, but, you know, I've heard husbands say things along the lines of, oh, yeah, she deals with all of that. And it's just like, well, you know, what are you going to do when something happens or you guys are no longer together or this person passes? How are you going to pick that up? You know what I mean? It's like you, you can't just say, well, I don't know. You have to know. <laughs> You, you got to get in there and you got to, you know, you got to roll up your sleeves and just learn everything. You know, it, it's like, because nothing's guaranteed. Things will happen. And I've learned that the hard way. You know, and I think that I was put on this path for a reason. I'm warming up my coffee it's gotten cold but I believe that I was put on this path for a reason because there's a lot that I've got to learn and I do believe that I was put on this path to become a much better mother woman person you know I've definitely learned a lot within the last seven months I still have a lot to learn I still have a lot of barriers that I need to break within myself mentally and emotionally and probably even physically I need to challenge myself more so what I'm saying is I need to try to attempt the impossible with things. It may not be easy, but I'd like to. You know, I'd like to show my boys that, you know, there are no limitations to what we can do. I'd like to show my boys that, you know, they too can learn how to cook, even though they're men. And, you know, I'd like to show them this is how you take care of yourself. You know, I will always be here for them, but yes. So what I'm saying is I'm not in the best situation that I could possibly be in right now. And it has been challenging. And I'm going to be completely honest with you guys. The most challenging part of being a single mom is trying to juggle so much on your own. So much. You find yourself overwhelmed at times because, you know, when you're married, you have the, you have the option to say, hey, I'm really having a hard time. Could you do this for me? And well, sometimes they won't do it, right? But, you know, there's always that option. And I have to say, you know, lately my boyfriend has been, he has been very helpful. And we are learning from each other. And, you know, when you get into a relationship, things are not always going to be perfect. And many will say, don't rush into anything because you could get, it's all on how you take it. So hypothetically speaking, if things don't work out in a relationship, you learn something from it. You got something from it, you know. And, and when you think that way, you won't feel like it's a toxic relationship and it'll prevent it from being toxic. You know, we know when things are going to be toxic because we've been in toxic relationships our entire you know, marriage or what have you. And at the same time, 
as we go through this and we recognize these things, we also have to ask ourselves, are we contributing to that, that toxic environment? What are the things that we are doing? Because you can't control what other people will do, but you can control what you do. So, you know, and I will be straightforward. When it comes down to these, you know, these relationships, we can't fully blame the other person and say, well, it was all their fault, you know, because we did, in a sense, grow accustomed to that type of relationship and to that type of behavior so you know we tend to probably inherit some of those traits sad to say but we have to also be mindful that you know we are we may still have those traits in us and you know, there might be some times in your new relationship where those feelings might get triggered. You have to be able to control those emotions because you don't want the same thing happening again. It's scary. And that's why sometimes it is probably best to avoid um, any relationships until you feel that you're ready. If you're lonely... And that's the only purpose that you're, you're there in that relationship. It's not really the best thing for you or your children. So best thing to do is to be more aware of and be more in tune with your own feelings and, and how you're dealing with stuff. Really put yourself in check. Talk to yourself more. I know that sounds funny, but, you know, it's the truth. And I believe that... You know, when you're busy and being productive, you are able to keep yourself in check. You are able to really keep your, you know, keep your head in the game. You know, instead of focusing on just, you know, certain problems that or certain dysfunctions of a relationship that you, you know, because truly, you guys are still supposed to be working on yourselves. That's where I'm at right now. You know, as I mentioned, things are not perfect um, in my flourishing relationship. But it hasn't really been too bad because there is an understanding about things. You know, and at the same time, it's like things are not being, how would I say this? We're not being, you know, negligent of, you know, our priorities and, and, and things like that. So it's not really a, a destructive relationship at all. You know, we say what we need to say. We voice our feelings and there you have it. You know, we take each other's feelings into consideration and... That's the best thing, I think, in any relationship. I really try my best to pay attention to these things. Um, I pay attention to myself and 
and what it is that I've been doing and how I feel and how I'm reacting to stuff. And, you know, I've told myself that if I ever got very upset to the point where I started doing things that I did in my marriage, then, you know, I really have to evaluate, you know, whether or not I'm ready to be in that type of relationship. And, you know, if things didn't work out, I would probably take a, you know, not probably, I would take a break from from the scene and just focus on myself. But so far, I do believe that Philip and I have a pretty healthy foundation. And trust me, I know that it's very hard to deal with these situations on your own. So if you find somebody that is going to provide positivity into your life as you're going through this and, you know, understands your situation and doesn't make things harder for you, there's nothing wrong with, you know, being in a relationship. There's nothing wrong with having those those feelings or, you know, enjoying someone's company. Not at all. You know, but just make sure that you're paying attention to, you know, what exactly you're doing. And like I said, where your attention is going and, you know, where, how productive you are being with your life. Are you moving? Are you staying stagnant? Are you falling behind? You know, there's always got to be some kind of goal to everything. You know, um... Sometimes I believe that as adults, we tend to stop with our goals. We stop making goals because we think that, you know, we're too old to make goals. But that's not true. You know, goals should always continue unless you're at that point where you're, you know what I mean? You're already, like, just unable to move. And, you know what I mean? It's like you just enjoy the rest of your life. But we're not there yet. So with that being said, it's like we've got a lot, a lot, you know, of time to go. So this is the time where we make our life more meaningful. Meaningful as in, you know, what would you like to do? Perhaps, and you'll have to excuse the background noise, I'm actually trying to multitask like always. This was also one of my challenges. This is basically how much stuff can I get done? You know, I did get ahead on some of my workload, so that's good. But, yeah. But as I was saying, you know, how are we spending our time? You know, have we thought about, you know, what's in store? What's next in store for us? And I know it, it's probably some of us might be in a situation where we're like, I'm just trying to heal. And that's okay. But this is for those that are ready to take the next step. 
What's in store? Travel. What would make you happy? Are you, a, are you ready to break free from your, your box and your comfort zone? Questions to ask yourself. I mean, let's be honest. When you break out of your comfort, you've, you've break in, broken, breaking, you've broken out of your comfort zone many times already. If you've left your spouse and you're handling things on your own, you've already broken a lot of barriers with your comfort zone. So give yourself a pat on the back. If you're already at that moment where you no longer have to think and you just do stuff because it's better than the situation that you're in, then you know that you have grown. You're taking chances and things will change when you start taking chances. When you're backed up against the wall and things are not really looking good, like I said, finding the balance and finding, you know, like let's say for example, when you are in a situation where it's very tough financially, you know, what do you do? You can't keep asking people for, you know, for assistance because eventually you're going to have to pay them back. You know, um, some people like to do cash advances and the truth with that is it's not like you're getting free money. You got to pay it back, which you're still playing catch up no matter what, you know, if you borrow, you're, 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 you're paying catch, you're playing catch up, you know, whether, you know, you borrow from someone, you know, it's like you got to pay it back right away or, you know, if you borrow from one of those places you borrow you, you borrow you pay back with interest and you know it's like even when you do borrow from somebody that you know it's a little bit on that uh oh crap you know they knew about my situation and you know we tend to get insecure about that so it's like you have to pay them back right away I have had friends who have asked for assistance and I tell you, I'm one of those who, I don't lend out money that I don't expect to see. Like, I only lend out an amount that I know I am okay with not getting back, if that makes sense. Many people will say, okay, well that person loaned me or that person, I, I lent out $1,000. I'm not talking to them because they haven't paid me back. Well, why would you put yourself in that situation? But, you know, I, I'm actually drifting off point here. The point is finding those resources. What do you do? You know, I prefer to have another stream of income. That way it's like when I do get money or if I do get paid, even if it's something that's, you know, as I'm starting out, it, it's small. I would prefer to do that. I would prefer to get paid, you know, a small paycheck while I'm, you know, even while I'm starting out because I know eventually as I master my craft, 
I will get paid more depending on, you know, or as my experience grows. So that's how I look at it. I look at the longevity of things. I would prefer to have the ability to help myself because eventually you're going to run out of people to borrow money from. That's why I don't, I try not to borrow money from people. Well, I don't. Um, you know, it definitely causes a strain in a relationship. So this is something to think about, you know, as a single mom, you know, find something that, you know, find another source of income. It's within your best interest, truly. And, you know, because you you don't want to be doing anything desperate. You know, this is that time where you have to sharpen yourself and, you know, wear, wear another hat. Jim Rohn, who is a very famous, like, you know, speaker, had said, you know, also an entrepreneur had said that, you know, don't be caught with one skill. Educate yourself and, you know, really work on being a good person and and find, you know, find another way to survive. You don't want to survive with just the minimal, you know, resources, whether it be alimony or whether it be your, your nine to five, because none of that stuff is guaranteed. And if you are taking care of these children by yourself, that's a very dangerous, you know, that's a very dangerous, um, vehicle to be in. It's like being on a, um, being in a vehicle that could just give out at any moment. So that's why I'm working on, you know, making these changes because I have to be more productive. I, I've got to make sure I'm building a good foundation. And with that, everything is kind of like, you know, it, it starts off with, with you. It starts off with the habits that you're doing. It starts off with, you know, your daily activities like in your home and how you're dealing with things. So... You know, let's work on this together this morning. You know, if I were to tell you guys what my habits were, what I'm going to tell you, you guys are going to say, whoa. Okay. So my habits in the morning or my activity in the morning before was sometimes I would sleep in and I would find myself on my phone when I would wake up looking at social media and like probably 20 minutes before I'm supposed to take my kids to school, you know, I'll get up, make my coffee, still be in my pajamas, be that typical mom that, you know, drops my my kids off in my Christmas pajama pants and Minnie Mouse hoodie, (laughs) even though it's not Christmas anymore. And then I get home, drink the rest of my coffee, clock in, work, And then either take my shower during my lunch break or after I get off of work. And I would would make my contacts, I would make my contacts in between work. It could be effective, but I know that there's a whole lot more that I need to do. So 
you know, with that being said, I do need to connect with more people outside of my little square or my box. So that's what I'm going to be doing. And at the same time, I need to get some fresh air. I'm ready. Because I really want to build a strong foundation for me and my boys. And this is that time for me to change. This is time, the time for me to take ownership of my life and start, you know what I mean? Like picking up the, um, you know, picking up or not picking, like grabbing the steering wheel and learning how to turn it and, and all of that. It's so easy. I see everybody else doing it. It's so easy and I, I definitely could do it. So that's my goal. For the next 30 days, I want to be able to improve myself. There's a lot of things that I have. I have a lot of flaws. I'm not by any means perfect. And I have given myself so many passes because I have so many excuses. But I'm ready. And I can't wait to share with you guys, you know, what's to come. Small improvements have been happening, but I need more. After going, like I said, it's seven months. I want for the next seven, next, you know, the next um, half of this year, I would like to be able to say, wow, I've made a drastic change and I've done this on my own. excuse me so that's all I have for you guys today I really need to get started on my day and I can't wait to share with you guys possibly this evening or tomorrow morning we'll see we'll see how the day goes until then be kind to yourself and we'll get through this together thanks for listening